basketball and football are a little bit easier for people to understand and grasp and play. And it's exciting, you know? Um, so we have to, at the major league level, in my opinion, the major league level has to attract the minorities at an earlier age. And the way you do that, you got to shorten this game up a little bit, man. Nine innings is too long, right? You got to let these players bat flip. You got to let these players have robberies like they used to do with the, the Red Machine and, yeah. you know, the Oakland A's. And so we got to get back to that, right? Hey, it's Breaking Barriers, the diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging podcast. We're here for real talk. We're not afraid to go there. And we want you to come away emboldened and energized to take action and make change. We believe our diversity, our differences, when joined together by a common set of ideals, makes us stronger. When I set out to help someone, uh, it is my intention to do just that. I'm not trying to do anything other than meet somebody at their humanity. Your world has changed, but your dreams shouldn't have to. That's why Kirkwood is your next best step. With affordable, flexible, and close-to-home options, now's a great time to start or finish your Kirkwood degree. Learn more at kirkwood.edu slash findyourfuture. Displaced or discouraged at work, Kirkwood can help you learn a new skill or totally reinvent yourself for a brand new career. With so many flexible and affordable options, you can get back on track fast. Learn more at kirkwood.edu slash findyourfuture. Yeah, yeah. Welcome world. Welcome world to another episode of Breaking Bears. We're about to have some fun today. Thanks to our presenting sponsor, Kirkwood Community College. And we are so pleased with our silver sponsor, Rise to Greatness, for allowing us this opportunity to have a three-part session with some major league players and folks involved around baseball. And we are just loving the conversations we're having around diversity, equity, inclusion. I'm your co-host, Anthony Arrington. Nick Ford. Joy Briscoe. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Happy Friday. And who do we have here with us today as our lovely guest? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up, everybody? So thank you guys so much for coming to the Windy City and um, doing the great things that you guys are doing in Iowa. Um, I'm Coach E, founder and CEO of Black Baseball Media, um, hailing out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, we are a company that focuses on providing opportunities for minorities in the game of baseball. We help them on and off the field, and we primarily focus on the parents, the players, and the program. So tell us how you got into that and why you do that. Um, why do you do this work? Um, I started playing baseball at a very young age, age of four. Um, came was reluctant enough to receive a um, baseball scholarship to the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. I was down uh, from 05 to 09. Shout out to UAPB. It's their homecoming week. <laughs> nice. I remember you guys. Nice. You know, but um, came home, started teaching and coaching baseball, and saw that there was a need. Um, we saw that the need was – Black kids were playing the game of baseball, but there was no visibility behind it, right? Mm -hmm. I got to quote my good friend, Greg Goodwin. You guys might have met him here and everything. He's in Atlanta. We call him a godfather yep. in Atlanta. But the thing is, we are playing this game of baseball, and there are, you know, the four families who are highlighting it, but we're not it's, we're not visible, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the two things that we saw that was in a need in our community is the visibility, the marketing, and then the third thing is actually, of course, the funding. Um, so that's, that's we create unique ways to um, get all three barriers broken. So, but you have, so you've got baseball media. You've got this, obviously it mm -hmm. sounds like a successful business. Absolutely. In a sport that people that look like you ain't playing. So how, how did you, how did you build it? And how has it been successful for you? And why is it? So we got to start from the roots. I am a baseball coach, still am coaching and everything. Nice. Um, so it started with, we saw, we had the most athletic kids on the field. We just didn't have the skill. Baseball is a very skill concentrated sport, Right. Your back path, the way you feel the ground ball, your arm action is all going to um, determine your success and how far you go in this game of baseball. So we, you know, we started out 
really training these kids for a little bit of nothing, you know, because their parents can't afford $100 an hour. So we want to make sure that they got those fundamental skills. And then, so now they get at a younger age and they can perform at a high level. And then the second part to that is, when we actually saw that the, our kids were getting better in front of people, we want to make sure that we're pushing them in the right way so they can carry themselves in the proper manner on and off the field. Baseball is a gentleman's sport. Everybody know that you wear a belt, your hat got to be straight, you know, you got to walk shirt a certain way, right. Everybody, you know, shirt tucked yeah. in, you know. Yeah. So, and we knew we have to play the game the right way, whatever that might be. And, you know, we want to make sure that every person that we touched understood and knew the business side of baseball also. Prime example, you got, and we had to coach kids through this when they was in the minor leagues, right? You got a ninth round pick who got maybe signed for $125,000, right? He's hitting 340 in the minor leagues. And then you got a first round guy, he ain't touching the ball, but he's right. there $1.5 million. They hit a curveball. They, they hit a curveball, mm. right? But he signed for $1.5 million. The organization is going to play that guy because their money is backed by him. And you can't be a bad clubhouse guy. You got to understand the business to keep your head about you instead of you getting mentally checked out, cursing coaches out. So all those things within the business world and the marketing world, the media world, and actually training is what we want to captivate and put it all together to educate the parents, the players, and the programs. Um, the grassroots programs, guess what? They still out here trying to um, sell candy for fundraisers. They still out there trying to wash cars. That's not going to do it because baseball, the the price is going up. That's not going to do it. You got to get creative in your fundraising. You got to get creative in your partnership. You got to be able to present sponsorship decks to professionals in order to get that, get funded. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to give their money to just a charity case anymore. So 501c3. So we have a five. I'm glad that you asked that question. So we have a 501c3 arm. That's our foundation, right? Okay. So we're able to take donations. We're able to do that. But we also have the business arm to where we have internet partnerships. One, we just, I got to get them a shout out, shout out to Dribble Up. They have a, um, we're in an official partnership. They nice. gave us a contract. Not a lot, you know, but a substantial amount to keep our efforts growing to where they advertise on our Instagram page, mm-hmm. you know, nice. their gloves. So they're able to make money off our audience and they're able to provide us with finance. And guess what? We're able to pour that back into the community. Um, and with the 501c3, yeah, somebody comes and want to cut that million dollar check, if you hear me, in, uh, in the podcast world, we're, we're able to accept it also. Yeah. Nice. Accept <laughs> donations of five, 10, 15, a million. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So one thing, we, we didn't get this much in the other sessions, but I'm, I'm curious. So when I think about baseball when I was a kid, wasn't on TV a lot. There was, mm-hmm. you know, an occasional game. Nowadays, you can see every game all the time, right, pretty yeah. much. So also when I was a kid, though, we were almost near the peak where it was near the 20 25% range of black players in the league. Yeah. So if it was on TV, there would be something to see if you were a black kid, right, watching baseball. Nowadays, it's on all the time, but the numbers are like 7%. Yeah. So it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy there. Like, mm-hmm. great, we can we have all this great on TV now. You can see it, but you can't see what it looks like you. Absolutely. So how do we get that transitioned? And and what efforts are you taking with the media group to to showcase kids that you know of color that are playing, and showcase role models for them as well? So to answer the first question to the seven percent, and I'm glad that you said that it, it kind of dipped. It's like six point four percent now. Yeah, but, wow. but no, it's okay. But it's in that it's in it's that low. ballpark. It's very it's low. Very low. Um, yeah. We got to understand where we're at in society and in the business and the sports world. Basketball and football are killing baseball 
on the day-to-day for our community, for blacks, right? right. Because football, I'm, I'm not football and basketball, they do a fantastic job of reaching that kid at four years old and making them a fan of the sport, right? Um, baseball, I mean baseball. Basketball and football are a little bit easier for people to understand and grasp and play, and it's exciting, you know. Um, so we have to, at the major league level, in my opinion, the major league level has to attract the minorities at an earlier age. And the way you do that, you got to shorten this game up a little bit, man. Nine innings is too long, right? You got to let these players bat flip. You got to let these players have robberies like they used to do with the the Red Machine and, you know, the Oakland A's. And so we got to get back to that, right? And I also think it's going to be – it's not a cookie-cutter approach. Um, And then also at the major league level, you got to – I'm going to be fully transparent with this. You got to understand what they're doing with our brothers – and brothers over there in Dominican and Cuba, they signing them at 16 for, you know, a little bit or nothing. Signing, they're signing their rights over to get that. And that's just the business side of MLB. They're going to sign that international kid at 16 because they got it from 16 to at least 26. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that 430000 that's stretching for 10 years for them. Oh, wow. And then you got to understand the black, African-American in America, we got to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> we get taught what? We got to go to school. Yes. And in our, in our international brothers, guess what? They go to the academies. Yeah. They go to their academics for two to three hours, and then they go play baseball. play baseball. If you take a black kid at four years old and a Dominican at four years old, give them the same, put that black kid in that academy, right? And we do it, we compare them, and you're going to see more blacks come. Because if you look at it, if you talk about the rate, you said 25% back then, right? I mean, what was the percentage of? Um, Latino. It was low. That was, their, was low. that was the push then. Here we yeah. go. That was Here their new go. push. Now you got to really look at it. What transit? It was a business play and a business move for MLB. And there's nothing that we can do to stop it. They setting up academies. They're putting their money in the international because they don't have to get, they could get around the American school system. Mm-hmm. And that's the fundamental thing that, hey, if we want more black baseball players, we got to be able to match. And I'm just doing this because it's an easy comparison. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're descendants of Africa. Everyone should understand and know that about yep. Dominican Cuba. Yeah. They're descendants of Africa. You have an African-American um, baseball academy that focuses the, the the same type of training you put in Florida. You'll see an influx going, right? Um, and then to your point of the efforts that we're making to for visibility, I, I have a disruptive mindset, right? That's that's our mindset. So right. if we ain't getting seen at the major level, well, we're going to show college, high school, stuff that we can control. Yep. Mm-hmm. The youth level. So we want to that this screen right here that's going on and the TikToks and Instagram, we want to push that across where the kids are at right now. So that's where our kind of um, sales strategy or big play strategy is. We know our kids. We know our babies on the phones. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get on that social media and we're going to shove it down your throats and let the world know that black kids are playing the game of baseball. So yeah. that's our plan of attack. So Did that get, answer your question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Given that the the number of black kids has, has shrank so much mm-hmm. over the years and, and the work you're trying to do um, to, to build it back up, one of the things that we've heard from other the other players we've talked to is how do we leverage folks with power? Right? So how do we leverage the Jerry Fords of the world? Uh-huh. How do you leverage the 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 white rich wealthy male person who has privilege and money what are you doing to do that and then i have a follow-up question for that 
So, well, we got to give a shout out to Jerry Ford. That's, Absolutely. man, I remember yeah. I he's first met him. He's doing yeah, it, Jerry right? Ford so, is here. Yeah. He, he, he's doing it. He <laughs> yeah. put this right. way, even when the perfect game deal was still, I, they still, Jen was on the phone with me, like, how many kids you got? We're going to scholarship them out. So, they Love doing it. Yeah. We exactly. got to clone him and do that 15 times across right. the board. But what we're doing to leverage that nine Jerry Ford that might not understand the importance of minorities playing the game of baseball, every organization and company has a DEI section. No matter where, if you're in America, you got DEI. Right? And it's two angles. We know some of those owners just want to check a box, right? We want to find the owners that want to check the box, right? And love baseball. So we're going we gonna to get you on that. And then the ones who really are invested, we're going to make your company, whatever you're selling, whatever you're promoting, whatever your organization is, we're going to put your company in front of thousands of African Americans, which can then in return become your customers, your clients, whatever. And I, the prime example, we do our um, high school classic, and we'll get into that a little bit. Last year, we had 3,000 people. Country Financial came in because they said, look, you got a crowd. You got 3,000 people. We got to talk. So now we got to talk money for this sponsorship. And what's the value of your brand being in front of 3,000 direct almost potential customers. No cold call, no email. Right. You got these people directly looking at your brand. Mm. For more than just a little bit. Too. For more than just a little bit. So now it we, and that's why I go back to why we have programs a part of our pillars and our mission because we got to educate us on the, like, all the, the programs, the business side, the business right? Side. All the programs I'm pretty sure came in here, talked about this, talked about that, that's fine. But it still is no shot to them. It's still a lot of programs who don't understand the real business that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right, we looked at it. Um, I looked at some of the contracts. Like I ain't gonna say no name. We had a guy that signed for six years, twenty six million dollars, and he won the batting championship. And the guy that's sitting on the bench who's still hurt is making seventy eight million of another skin tone. Mm. So we got to get across the on the business aspect. We're missing. We're not focusing on that in baseball and the power that we have on the business aspect. Mm-hmm. Nobody in baseball is gonna take you serious unless your business acumen is together. You being a great player, they're going to use you. Everybody know the music industry out here. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard it time and time again. It's the same play. We own your rights. We own this. We own that. You're going to get a contract and the Tyler fee, and we're going to get you out of that. Right? No, we want to empower these people. Like, no, I got a stake in the company. No, I got a stake in this. We got, and that's why I'm so happy with the NIL deals. This is a black kid, uh, Trey Morgan in LSU. He got like 900000 in NIL deal. So now he can go. He has negotiating bargaining power when yep. he gets drafted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't want, man, I don't want to take no 1.5 million. I could go by school, get another 900,000, then make. And stay in college for a year. And stay in college yeah. for a year. And then my alumni association is going to guarantee me a $250,000 job, ghost job yep. that I could get. And then, so now the structure becomes we got to get in those rooms where we're going to, that's why I said to the amateur space. Mm hmm. We got to get in those rooms where it's like we get NIL deals, sponsorship, we get affiliate marketing deals, all those things within the black baseball world. Let me ask y'all a question. Who was the last baseball player y'all remember with a shoe deal? Mm. A shoe deal? Mm. A shoe deal. Uh, uh, Grippy? Mm. Was it, was it okay. Who uh-huh. else? Wow, wow, that's well, a good Bo, question. Oh, was it Bo? Bo, yeah. because, uh, because Bo was before. Bo was before. Bo was before. Bo was before. Who else? Deion had a shooter. Deion had a shooter. Deion had a shooter. But he had the crossover. But it was also a crossover. Yeah. What, what, what generation was that? What, what, yeah, we're talking 90s. We're talking 90s. Wow. What year are we in right now? Don't say that. That makes No, it's true. It's true. It's true. That's so true. Tim Anderson won the batting championship in 2019. Or 2021. I'm sorry. COVID messed my brain up. Yep. He won the batting championship. He wasn't. He was maybe on one billboard in Chicago. Wow. 
Why do you think that is? Yeah, definitely. Goes back to look at look at LeBron's team. They're not going. Everything we do as accelerate, you're gonna put this in front of people. Mm-hmm. Look at um what's the soccer player? I've i I'm a the, the, uh, Messi. Messi. Yeah. Messi has an army and a team behind him. Yeah. 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 And I'm not saying Tim Anderson don't have a team, and that's I love TA, but when you come into this, like you have to have a team that you're having strategic meetings. When we do something great, the world don't know. I mean, just like I said, I, we and this is what's powerful about black baseball. I mean, we take different sections of what other people are doing and bring it to baseball. Look at Deion Sanders. When he went to Jackson State, he turned that phone on and said, I, I know I can't recruit with uh, Texas, Alabama. I ain't got the money, but we got this phone and we got the people. Yep. Mm-hmm. NIL deals came. Oh, now Colorado come knocking on the door. And he's making money. Think about that. He's making NCAA Colorado, all these companies, millions. Mm -hmm. Because he had this phone going crazy. And that's what we have to do in baseball. Um, Well, it's funny. Like, you think about Chicago. And, I mean, for a while there, it must have been three or four years ago when it first started. But the biggest billboard for athletes was Erlacher, who wasn't playing anymore, about hair replacement. There we go. Why do you think? Because here's the thing. That should be common sense right like if you see it in football you see it in basketball this should be common sense so let's talk about why it's not happening in baseball I'm until glad you. That you asked that i'm glad that you asked that question baseball is like old school rock and roll they're gonna play the same bon jovi over and over and over and over it's like country music it's the same tone same note that's why we say you have to be an industry disruptor in mm-hmm. order to get the to the goals that you need to get to um and you got to understand Baseball is still ran by a 56-year-old white man. That's the average baseball fan. Mm-hmm. And today, some 56-year-old white man does not want to hear little baby talking about some money, baby, turn it up. They don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. The kids are coming, so it's it's a slow push. Okay. It's coming, though. Right. Because, you know, the older, rich, Caucasian male is getting older. Mm-hmm. These The middle class, the, I'm 36, they're coming. Mm-hmm. And they're finally getting their hands on some money. And they understand and know these people on this phone, these people, the hip, like they gotta try to make baseball cool again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you um, do you think Major League cares about? Do you think Major League's taking the right steps? Right. I do. Now? I honestly do. I honestly do. They have the MLB Breakthrough Series. The MLB develops um, Hank Aaron Invitational. They have. Um, they're doing a lot of great things to try to implement. I cannot knock MLB baseball at the top. They're trying. Their effort is there. Their effort is there. Cause I'm about to, I got to pick. <laughs> All right. They're trying because they're trying within their own boardroom. What they're missing is they're not coming to the grassroots levels and identifying yeah. what's going on because, and I'm gonna get to my point. They want to be able, they're so power construct and power hungry and power. They want to say that they did it instead of collaborating. Mm. If you look at any other good business model that effectively creates change, it comes with a collaboration. The iPhone has Samsung producing their screen. Mm-hmm. Mm. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. On companies, they, oh, they competitive. No, 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 my friend. Yes, but no. Yes, but no. Yeah. 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 And that's the take. Yeah. MLB, yeah, we do this, but yeah, that's no. No, it once they start coming out of New York City, coming to Jackie Robinson Park, coming to Maywood, coming to Bellwood, you know what I'm saying? Coming to South Side of Chicago, talking to the dad and the auntie who's selling candy, washing cars, barely getting $2,500, but got a 
a gang of talent. <laughs> gang of talent, gotta figure out the year. Right. It's a drop in the bucket. Think about this. Let me ask y'all a question. And I and I pull on the MLB players a lot on this. Society does not want to see an ex-millionaire continue to get money and this poor kid or poor organization behind him not touch it. The money can keep staying at the top if you go and really try to effectively see change. What I mean by that is MLB developed, they're funding their own organization to push it. That's why I said, are they doing great work? Yes. But imagine that same budget that you do, let's say a budget for them weekends is north of 285, right? Let's I'll give it 340, 350 range. If you give $350,000 to 15 programs in Chicago and say, we're going to do year-long program, we, have a, we want you to have full-time nutrition, full-time data analyst, full-time uh, PR person, full-time this, you can affect you, oh, the yeah. whole city. The You're millions huge, huge of transformation. 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 As long as the money stays circulating, and I hope somebody from MIB hears it, as long as the money keeps circulating on top, you're going to keep getting 7 yeah. cents. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good point. Good, good point. I don't know what to say behind that. That's all right. Come on. <laughs> no. I, 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 so there's programs like yours. Mm -hmm. we, we've heard of several programs. One of the things that we've talked about a lot, and we, we continue, and I've heard some folks, and I've done, we go back, we say change was made yeah. in, in the civil rights era, you know, because there were other people at the table and there were power yeah. in numbers. Yeah. So we've got all these organizations. I'm just using Chicago as an example. We've got oh, yeah. your organization. You've got three or four others. Are you all working together? How are you I'm all a, trying to impact change collectively? I'm going to be very transparent. And this is for, because you guys have an organic podcast. Black folks, we, 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 we're so territorial with our stuff, man. We mm -hmm. suck at that, right? We suck at collaborating, right? Mm -hmm. I think now the rise to greatness coming and Marcus Nettles and I and Coach Radcliffe and I, all of us were already moving. But the power and the resources that they bring and it's going to it open the eyes of Chicago like, whoa. Now publicly, Marcus Nettles and Radcliffe and Black Baseball, me and all this. And, you know, so it took people with the resources, because I can't call Brian Jordan and say, hey, come work at camp, right? right? right. And we opened the doors. You know, a lot of people are hesitant because, you know, they're like, well, these Caucasians coming from here and there, and they got the stamp of approval. Like, no, these are our people. They coming there to help. Now what? Now it's like, oh, man, they really, they moving up for us. And I think we got about another year or two years where we really unite. I'm going to be very transparent. I'm going to pick mm -hmm. on. Couple, little, little, literally in park leagues, they're 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 really just. That's what we're we're missing at because you got one park on the south side. They got forty kids in their program. You got one park down the street. Got fifteen, but they're not merging. Right, they're not combining efforts. We're so they're both struggling. Both yeah. struggling, but right. we want to hold on to our misery yeah. on right. our own corner. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think what is when you know the. The big forces that align within the city and people see it at the lower level, they say, okay, well, we got to get ourselves together too. Um, it's hitting agendas in, this, in, the, in the sports industry too, right? Youth sports is a trillion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. You can run a bag up on the youth side and not have a program. I know a guy, he getting close to $700,000 in grants. He got eight kids in his program. Mm -hmm. But what no. that's funny. No, it's serious. I ain't gonna call no names. No, it's and if they but look, this, they that's know horrible though. Yeah. Because he knows the friend. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he knows what I'm talking about. There. He, he know the friend of the friend of the governor. Yeah. yeah. So they smoke cigars and say, hey, we gotta throw that money away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not our governor, but a governor in another state. You know, yeah. Yeah. I know these people. Yeah. And they hog the money. Hey man, that's mine. I don't care about none of that. And you got other programs who are really doing the work and they struggling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And that's the that you got to get around that. So you're talking about power, oh yeah, leverage and, and mm-hmm. allyship, exactly. Yeah. Jer- Jerry Ford being one of those one of those allies, yeah, and the need to multiply the Jerry's of the world, and and yeah. So, um, if I heard you right, it mm-hmm. wasn't until rise to greatness. Well, I don't mean that in a bad way, but. Rise no, that's greatness okay. says leverage. Rise and greatness is leverage the five of y'all here, right? Absolutely. You gotta understand when when like black baseball, we we had the streets, we had the, the city and everything. Like, oh man, we coming to the black baseball media camp, we come to the classic, because we were doing the work for so we were doing the work yeah. well for years. Six, seven, eight years. You know, we just called ourselves Black Baseball Me in 2019 to get organized, you know. Right. Um, but when they when Rise Greatness called, and you know, I've been knowing Jennifer for years because my kids was going to Perfect Game stuff for free when she was with Perfect Game. So she like, look, we trying to make this big play. I said, come on. And then I sat in and heard and everything. Oh, we coming, we 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 locking in. And yes, it takes that. It takes a wake up call to every, the op- two professional baseball teams, our big time millionaires and stuff say, hey, no, we got, we got some people with some money and some resources that's gonna come help. People now, like to be connected to what's popping. People like mm-hmm. to be connected. Say that again. People, for the people like in the to back. be connected for what's popping. If Absolutely. you see popping and they Absolutely. seem like they're investing in you, all of a sudden other Absolutely. people are investing. Mm-hmm. And we not going, and the thing is we understand, it ain't about me sitting in this chair. It's about them 2,000 kids I got to serve every day. I don't care. As long as that money is getting the research, them kids walked out here today with, they got four plates of pizza, Gloves, bats, autographs. Tell them maybe, right. maybe a few more plates. Tell them maybe a few more plates, right? <laughs> yeah. And they went back to their school because, you know, I work in CPA. They went back to their schools and their eyes when they saw the teachers. Man, y'all missed out. We went here. We yes, did this. Yes. And now this camp have maybe 350 kids. I guarantee 100 of them going to start saying, I want to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and that's where it starts. Yep. That's where it starts right there. Yep. We got 100 that's going to say, I want to play baseball. Yeah. Get 100, next couple of years might be 200, and then 300. And 2,000. 2,000. We're going to push the envelope, 2,000. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the Chicago High School baseball. Oh, there classic. we go. I see it on the sweatshirt. I've been waiting yeah. for it. Yes. I've been waiting for the drop. No, so um, the Chicago High School baseball, we call this the Super Bowl uh, High School Baseball. Um, this is our third year during the event. We target public schools, nice. right? reason why we target public schools, Illinois is dominated by college schools. And, you know, they get all the resources. And I love college schools. We got our black babies are going to college schools. I ain't got nothing against them. But our public schools needed something to highlight them, yeah. you know. Right, right. Um, so last year we had Kenwood versus Thornwood, game one. That was Battle of the Woods. And then game two was Morgan Park versus Simeon. So this is like a big family reunion for Chicago. Like we had 3,008 people in person, another 1,020 watching online. Um, and we powered that with, we came up with a a great strategy. We had the kids making little, um, rivalry videos in a fun sportsmanship way, in a a fun way, in a fun way. Like, Hey, we gonna win the title. We gonna do it. It got really, because you can actually model how you can do fun sportsmanship. Cause they need to see it's it's not wrong to have sportsmanship, but it's how you do it. So, and when I say like our first year we did, we had 500 people that we're like, Oh man, we rocked it. And then we had 3,000 where we're like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> and guess what? Not one physical incident, not one verbal incident. You had people from rival gang communities in, under one stadium kicking it, tailgating, awesome. chilling. And the beautiful thing is the one thing that we take pride in, all our little leagues, we, we let them run the bases in between the games. Mm-hmm. So they get their little – they running around the bases. The coaches high-five them. And um, – Last year, I think we had five professional scouts there. A kid, um, Kavari Thunderbird, he pitched for Kenwood. He pitched the game. I got a call in the morning from a cross checker from a major league team and said, I need awesome. to see his data report. And one of the cool things is, thanks to Marcus Nettles' project, 
Um, they have baseball clown and yacker tech. They produce the kids spin rate, um, velocity, all, nice. all the key stats, all the key nice. stats, right? And they're housing the clown. So he called and says, "Is this Ernest?" I'm like, "Yeah." Um, we heard Kavari hit 92 yesterday. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm looking at it right now." Well, can we have the report? Absolutely, you can. So that kid nowadays, the MLB players and I mean MLB teams and colleges, they're not recruiting you unless they have data on you. So if we're able to help that kid get eyes on them. That was, we were good. Yeah. You know, um, this year, we got that. Last year, the game was on a Tuesday. They didn't want to give us a weekend. They didn't want to give it up. You put them numbers up. They said, oh, you guys can have a weekend. Come on. Nice. So we got a Saturday, April 13th. Um, we got three games scheduled this year. The 11 a.m. game is going to be um, Lane Tech versus Homewood Flossmore. Game two is going to be Kenwood versus Ogden International. Our marquee game is going to be Battle of Vincent Simeon versus Morgan Park. And, you know, this year, we're going to have a tailgate. Uh, we're working on some marching bands. We got some performances. Awesome. Um, what else? Oh, we're going to have pocket radar come out. Of the kids going to do a throwing um, competition. It's going to be the worst. Last right. year, we had cheerleaders. It was it was a carnival, man. It's, nice. the, it's the Super Bowl of high school baseball. Yeah. Love, it. Awesome. love it. Love it. I, I love your energy, man. So I, I got to ask you, though, um, this is hard work. Oh, absolutely. What keeps you up at night? What, what keeps you from saying, you know what? I don't need to do this. What keeps you up at night? So the 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 driving passion is I'm looking at the resources and access to stuff our kids are getting. So we're we're knocking at the door because all this stuff went around when I was playing. We were just natural athletes, go outside, play, and could figure it out, right? Our kids don't go outside no more. So no. we got to put that much more emphasis to make sure that the resources are hitting them directly to them. Mm -hmm. um, I feel as though if it's not me, then who? Seriously, if it's not me, then who? I feel like, wait, because when I look at TV, like, no shout to the major league players currently and all that, damn, they, they worried about themselves, and that's mm -hmm. fine. Everybody to each his own, but if not me, then who? And mm -hmm. the thing is, if I keep going hard, somebody going to see that and then come join force, and then we're going to build this army to really push the needle, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I take pride. I'm Chicago born and raised. You know, we got we to gotta clean up our image in the city. We got some crazy stuff going on. And if I can't solve... I can't solve cancer and I can't solve the violence going on in Chicago. I could prevent some of those things through the game of baseball. And that's my, that's my, you know, calling card through God for the betterment of society through the game of baseball. Now you got a bunch of people doing mentorship. You got a bunch of stuff going on. I, that's cool. I do mentorship through baseball. You know, it's funny. We, we have a, a friend, Al, who, uh, sometimes he'll, he'll be like, man, I don't know if I'm doing this worth it. I'm like, have you saved one person? Absolutely. Boom. Worth it. Absolutely. Right. In your case, you're saving you know hundreds, thousands. Absolutely. I mean, the fact when you said there wasn't one incident of violence, not one. Anyone outside of Chicago would be like, "What?" And guess what? It wasn't that one. Y'all tagged ABC News, NBC News, Fox News. Yeah. We wrote 15 emails to them news station. Not one showed up. Wow. But they're gonna show up when you talk about a migrant. They're gonna show up when you talk about gang violence. You are gonna show yeah. up. So yeah. we gonna we coming at them. Black base our media. They're not our allies. Awesome. The news people. They are not our allies. We push, We publicly come at them. No headlines in that form. No headlines in that. So and the thing is, like we said, we create our own. Similar to Puff Daddy Revolt, we create our own. That's right. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I stand on it. It could be, it don't matter. They could try to blackball me from the news. We're going to stand on it. The only thing y'all put out about Chicago is any, everything negative. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Think about Jackie Robinson West. Just think about it. When they was hot, they was hot. The minute that all that stuff popped up, they tore them down. They tore 12 years down like they was dogs on the street. Yeah. So we don't play like the media already, like, and I've been in candid. I'm very candid about that. I, I pray in God that somebody hears this from 
the Chicago Defender, the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Tribune. Someone to pick it up. Someone to pick it up. You heard it here. Coach E, CEO of Black Baseball Media. We have 3,000 people, African-American minorities from cross rival gangs, all that. Now, I had one incident. Now, one of y'all came out and y'all got email and tag on social media. So, until y'all ready to really step up to the plate, man, y'all ain't in good graces with us. So, we, we'll, we'll tell them. With you or without you, right? Uh, with or without, we moving. We moving with or without them. Yep. Transparent and transformational. Absolutely. And disruptive change. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. So how can people support your work too? You said you have a nonprofit. Is mm-hmm. that the best way to support or what so that people can make sure this continues? So it's 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 up to them, right? We wanna we 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 wanna make it to where where your comfort level is. You have a business, you wanna really like, hey, I wanna invest in you guys because I wanna return. We we got avenues to do that. If you want a tax write off five one six three, they can. They can find it on uh, www.blackbaseballmedia.com has the donate page on it. You got to find out more about us page. We also, on Instagram, you can uh, shoot us a DM, Black Baseball Media, on all social media outlets. Um, my email is coacheofg at gmail.com. Don't email the Black Baseball Media email right now. We got some tech stuff going on on the back end, but that'll be updated hopefully by this weekend. Um, but yeah, just give us a shout out. Like, just, just be very transparent, open and honest what you want to do. We get so many emails and calls talking about they want to have a conversation and we take the initial conversation, but at the end of it, where's the call to action? Where, like, where's and call everything to action? doesn't have to be a dollar amount. Right. Everything can be provided. You can, you can say, hey, I want to come out and help with a camp. I want to come out and get water. I want to come out and just talk. All that is fine. We not in it. We have a thing. It's value, right? We, we get a thousand people saying, hey, we going to come do this. We going to come do that. That's fine. We not in it like, and worried about a direct check. That's going to come. But we're not, we're not necessarily helping out. Don't mean you got to cut a check. But if you want to cut a check, but if you want to cut the check, what do I always say? If you want to cut a check, we are more than what the preacher man said. Now the basket can come around twice if we needed to. Right. We got a building fund. Yeah. We got a Sunday school fund. Exactly. So I'm curious. So we've never tried one of these live. Do any of your followers there have any question? What's up, man? Who got a question? Hold on, let me DM. What's up? Yeah, we haven't done it live. You got any questions out there? We'll take them. Let me see. Are they jumping in? No. So, really appreciate, you know, your approach and 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 what I what I hear in in you and what seems to be successful is you're you're unapologetic about your mission. Absolutely. Sometimes that turns people off. How does that? How does being unapologetic in your space help you, particularly as a black man in this community? Well, I think authenticity, though, authenticity. will also connect people to that. They, I wanted them to say. Oh, you yeah. okay? Oh, all right, that's okay. I was going to I knew okay, there, but I was going right to it. Because think about it. I was trying to give a softball okay, question. Okay, okay. okay. Take that back. We're going to run it back. Take that off the table. So it's it's straight authenticity, straight organic, right? And the people that. We attract are the people who are really going to be boots on the ground with us day to day. Like the Ford, think about it, like the Ford family. They wouldn't mess with me if I was some hunky dory just like trying to beat around the bush. We can't, be, we cannot beat around the bush. If people are not ready for them tough conversation, it's nothing, nothing personal. This is not for you. Yep. Cause we ain't, we not at that time right now. We no. are not at the time to be. Hey man, we well, tried that, right? For we years, tried it. it didn't work. It didn't work. Early 2000s, we tried it. After the, ster- after the steroid era, we tried that. Yeah. Think about after the steroid era in baseball. Everything was fluff. Everything was nice. Everything was, you got to play the game the right way, this, that. No. And we got 7%. Last year, won the single African-American in the World Series. Wow. This year, we need to, Philly's not, 
we need the Diamondbacks to win a national league. Alec Thomas, I coach him. His, yep, his, his dad is my really good friend. Um, but yeah, so we yeah. still we still gonna be less man. It's still a, a deficit, so we don't yeah. have time to necessarily sit here and try to figure out what's the politically correct way to say something. No, it's yeah. it's be very direct. Yep, action oriented. You know, uh, we we've heard from one of our colleagues. Change don't take time. People do. People do. do. Yep. Mm-hmm. People yep. do. So. Well, look, we appreciate your time. We we about wrapped Absolutely. up here. Thank you guys as so much. As we wrap up, is there anything else that you would We're like gonna to? We're going to come to the Classic. We should come. Yeah. yeah okay, we- so let me, <laughs> let me I need y'all to set up a live podcast station at the Classic. Um, the concourse is beautiful. You get the Love players, that. you get the parents. You get a real feel of Chicago. Love so you got an open invite. Let me know. Yes. It's April 13th, 2024, Windy City Thunderbolt Stadium. The tailgate is going to kick off at 10 a.m. We got a performance by a special artist. I can't announce it to the contract signed. But we're going to bring it home. We got some Chicago stepping going on, the marching band. You're going to feel Chicago in this class. Is it classic. a Chicago artist? It is a Chicago artist. <laughs> Come on, Chicago. Okay, because I can narrow it down. You can narrow it down. And it's not hip hop either. No. You got a few folks in there. Well, appreciate the time. You know, we, we wrap it up here. Thank you. Uh, thank our sponsors, our presenting sponsor, Kirkwood Community College. And we definitely, definitely thank our silver sponsor, Rise to Greatness, for making this happen and, and bringing amazing people like you to the table. So, Absolutely. so thank you for that. Uh, thank you for our sponsors, Tyler Link and, and Barnes, our friends as well. Uh, I don't miss them. Community Savings Bank. Community CSB. Savings Bank. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you all on live, too. And thank, yep. y'all. thank you all on live. Yes. <laughs> our first time live. Advancing equity is not a one-year project. It's a generational commitment. There are too few people in the world willing to be the domino. Too few people willing to take that fall.